Hello and welcome to a uh, Summer Swelterers episode of TF. Uh, it is Riley, Milo, Alice, and Hussein, and we are joined mm. by a uh, three-time repeat guest. So um, mm. you now have full lounge access. Yeah, uh, right. Juliet Jacks. Juliet, how's it going? I am all right. Yes. How are you? I'm very well. And in mm. fact, I think this marks your third time on the show. First time on a free episode. Yeah. Mm. Uh, mm. So that is right. Mark that on your bingo card. Yeah, so it's uh, the free one yeah. with Juliet Jacks. Juliet collecting her 50% off at Angus Steakhouse's voucher. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. If you do two bonuses and a free one, you get a little card that enable it, it, that gives you. Um, Half off uh, with the uh, for a purchase price of thirty pounds or more. No drinks mm. at Angus Steakhouse, Gourmet Burger Kitchen, uh, places such as this. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah Wimpy, yeah. that kind yeah, of thing. Oh, well, yeah, that's that kind. Of, you need to go four times before you start yeah. getting. Uh, yeah, I'm a writer. If there's marked down food, I'll take it. That's right. Um, but no, it Juliet is, knows what side her bread's buttered on. Joining us at the TF Cash Bar. <laughs> yeah, you have access to the cash bar, yeah. but it is still a cash bar. You, mm. There is, you can hear the inner sanctum where Patrick Wyman is saying something. Yeah, everyone's <laughs> wearing sex masks. Uh, no, but uh, we <laughs> no, are, no, they're not legally. They're not wearing sex masks. Legally, they're not wearing. Oh, sex Patrick masks. Wyman is not at a sex party. <laughs> uh, no, he's we, just a very big guy. <laughs> we are. We are. But we are very happy to be uh, joined by Juliet, who's. New book variations uh, is, I believe, mm. out for, out available for purchase at the moment. Uh, pre-order of, out on the seventeenth of June. That's right. Well, pre-order. So okay. uh, let's get this in right now. Pre-order variations mm. for a series of short, short, mm. short stories. By the mm. book. By the book. By the book. That's right. I have read yeah. several of them. They are compelling. Oh boy, are they short. <laughs> the shortest stories. We know that none of you have an attention span. <laughs> they're really not that short. They're, no, they're probably not too long short. for like the modern attention span. Do you find Rupee Core to be too long? <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah. Six tweets. At first, we mm. are going to be talking about how we are going to beat the heat. Oh, beat the heat. We are all Sorry. beating the heat. Yeah, we're all be- we're actually recording it's this. So hot in our office. We are, well, because because we're not in the office. Mm. We are actually it's hot, in- it's hot in fucking Glasgow too. Well, somehow there's there's climate happening. But we're not in Glasgow them. either. Mm. We are no. all recording this from inside the sky pool in the Nine Helms development in South oh, London. Yeah, splish splashing around in this giant um poor person proof acrylic box that is full of pool water and suspended like fifty stories in Wait, the air for some reason. Nine, so is that on Elephant and Castle? Is that what that is? No. It's it's um, towards Vauxhall. We're slowly uh, yeah, yeah, concentrating yeah. this sort of vat of our own hot piss that we're just swimming around in in yeah. the sun. We're, yeah. we're all standing over a small crack that is starting to spiderweb a little bit bigger. Mm. Yeah. It would be Ooh, it would be very like funny if someone were to, and I'm not suggesting someone do this. I'm just saying that hypothetically, it would be very funny if someone got like brown dye that would be exactly the color of diarrhea if mixed with pool water, and from a drone, say, example. <laughs> for example, just as an example, yeah. I, it would be illegal to do this, so we can't recommend that you do. Were to drop it into that no. pool, no, I p- certainly can't recommend that you find some way of like using the shit lib lions led by donkeys uh, projector and projecting the image of a spider webbing glass crack onto the. <laughs> now that's real chaos. No, that's funny. Yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, so the, for some, I think we've talked about this before. How there are these developments that are just mm. like, uh, yes, we we we've we've done 
done a kind of Dickens, but we, we've mm. done like a heavy-handed version of Snowpiercer. Yeah. Are where, you familiar with hubris, Mr. Well, Bond? <laughs> where, where basically it's like... Join oh, me, Mr. Chopper, in the Hamasha pool. Where essentially... <laughs> We have like all of these wonderful amenities for the people that pay like over like 1.5 million pounds for a flat in these developments. And then the people who pay the pavo rates of uh, three quarters of a million. Yeah. You know, the scum. Yeah, yeah, yeah. of course. The proper, uh, no, the proper working men of England. Yeah, the bin men. Yeah. They're unable. <laughs> but the thing is, right, uh, uh, maybe it's good that you're not able to access uh, the death trap pool. I started off as a bin man. I worked my way up. Now I got my own lorry. No, I watched Question Time during the election campaign. Like, 80 grand a year, that's nothing. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. That's not enough to even afford access to the <laughs> silly, like, playroom for yeah. adults that apparently Infinite Money buys there you. There are podcasters that earn that. You have not to us. use They're a back us. door because they don't want to see you into in the lobby with the rich people. Yeah. Yeah, the, the rich people are all like, no, I'm, I'm, I'm a very serious, I am the cream of the intellectual crop. I am a, I'm a heroic figure making, improving society. I am why things work. I am the Randy and Superman, and I want my special, hey, I want Randy my special Superman, pool. That's an idea. <laughs> I want my special, my special pool with only my friends, and it's suspended over the, the motorway. That's all right. Hmm. Sounds this is awesome. Really struck me. It's like. The area around this pool is just very kind of boring and bland. Yeah. And like, mm. if you're standing there, I was looking at the picture and there are a couple of swimmers there that are like sort of looking out. And I'm kind of like, what are you looking at? Are you just yeah. like looking at people? The you know, Sainsbury's? Coming out yeah. of the supermarket. Yeah. There were like, there is a say, there is like a supermarket nearby there. Are you looking mm. at cars driving? You have to be insanely rich to see, to perceive the roof of a Sainsbury's. That's right. that's a privilege. I get, I, oh, they, they uh, put ultra porn up there. I, you know, you know generally funny. speaking, like Egyptian pharaohs rarely, if ever, got to see the roof of a Sainsbury's. I mean, this is that's all right. sounding like the precursor to a 21st century Ozymandias, isn't it? Yeah, <laughs> I have seen more the roofs of more Sainsbury's in half an hour than a medieval peasant. It's just kind of sad, but like the new, like the new, the new rich, like. The new rich settlements are just kind of boring, and rich yeah. people—we don't make rich. Remember when the rich people used to be hard? Now yeah. all they want to do is like go in ball pits. It sucks because swim the, in small swimming pools. They used to be hard and chivalrous. Yeah. yeah, I bet all the apartments are like falling apart inside. They have those light switches that are like right. really confusing and have like nine buttons when they only need two. Mm. There's, um, there's apparently like, a ton of water damage within them. <laughs> Wait, oh, there, are you saying Wait. there's water damage in the place? Are you saying that yeah. they didn't make the place with the big dangerous pool very fully well? Up to code? No. No. Oh, no. Huh. oh no. Yeah. It's also very funny that you can only use the pool if you own an apartment there, which means like I can imagine just like looking at it and be like, oh, let's not bother with the pool today. It's full of uh Chinese private equity funds. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh that's th but that's the other Even thing. Even if it's not, you have to hang out with only yeah. your neighbors for the rest of time. Uh but no, rich people mm. love that. Yeah. But the, the thing is, I think uh, you brought up a, a good point here, Juliet, right? Which is like, yeah, rich people did, they used to make stuff. They used to like be patrons of the arts. This pool, this roof, this stupid rooftop pool between two blocks of flats. This is our generation's roof of the Sistine Chapel. I think this is our Britain. generation's like lead in the water pipes. Mm. Yeah, things that yeah. we've just gone entirely mad. But mm. 
Uh, uh, nice pool you got there. It'd be a shame so, if it got some Visigoths in it. So the first, the first, uh, the first topic I you want to discuss. Project the image of a Visigoth. Oh. Yeah, yeah. It'd be a shame uh, if someone were to sack it. Oh no, a vandal. Yeah. Um, no. So uh, the first uh, topic of discussion I want to bring us into. Ah, they're today. literally vandalizing the pool. Yeah, thank you, Milo. Whoa, whoa. Where do you think that word you came it's from? It's a coincidence so, that the word uh, vandal yeah. and the word Wait, can, vandalized. Can I say this one so. thing about the pool? Mm, which yeah, is like Hussein. Last word on the pool. I just. I wonder whether like I don't know whether Milo, you've ever been to any like kind of shitty English cool, or like Juliet, like whether you guys, whether you've been in any um, of the shitty like communal pools in towns and like you have oh, that, like, and you right, always have that like one lifeguard that's like been given power mm. and like just is They've a real a kind of bastard about it. And I wonder whether like they have that same kind of lifeguard in it the It can throw you off like the roof. I only recommend yeah. you all take a trip to like, Donnings like, and like Red Hill. Like yeah. he aggressively like <laughs> blows his whistle at like some oh. rich guy trying to like bomb it's Nine Elms so he must be Australian as well. That's right, yeah. Hey, 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 no povos in the pool, all right? <laughs> so I, I'm, I'm going to move us on to discussing our next segment, uh, okay. which I know I've discussed this on uh, The Bottleman with Dan Beckner, mm. uh, but I'd Who like to know what you all think about some of this uh, uh, Michigan coming up around mm. uh, Havana Syndrome, uh, which, if you haven't heard of it, mm. is uh, American uh, spies, diplomats, and other foreign officials uh, getting some strange symptoms while abroad. Yeah, oh. they're, they're giving the CIA anxiety disorders. Yeah, which I thought is it practice. was. They got like a sore yeah. throat, fever, cough. Well, well here's yeah. the thing, Juliet. I'm going to talk. I, I, there was a New Yorker article. There was an article that came out about it a couple weeks ago. I looked at it, wanted to talk about it, but mm. I, I wanted to hold off for more information to come in. Yeah. A New Yorker article has now come out, and boy, mm. did it have some interesting information about specific stories of people with the specific symptoms of Havana syndrome. So when I heard the word Havana syndrome, I kind of assumed it was like sort of like you know when you want a sort of friends with benefits thing with your captors, but like not necessarily anything too serious. <laughs> yeah, I want to have like a mojito with my captors. Yeah. No, yeah. so basically. The well, idea. I still want it to get intense with my captors. You know so what I mean? The the we theory live together. The theory is that uh, at Cuban or Russian or Chinese or all of the above agents mm. have been using energy weapons. Uh, <laughs> no, yes, I'm not joking. Provided by Jeremy yeah. Corbyn. Yeah, they've, right. they, they've been shooting CIA guys with a beam that makes them feel weird. So, oh no! And but what I think is very interesting is the circumstances where uh, they all claim that these happened. So I'm going to read from the article here. It says during the final weeks of the Trump administration, a senior official on the National Security Council had recently returned to work from a work trip abroad. Uh, he left his his office and headed towards his car. And as mm. he walked, he began to hear a ringing in his ears. His body went numb, and he had trouble controlling the movement of his legs and fingers. Trying to speak to passerby, he had difficulty forming words, and he soon realized he was in no condition to drive. That's one case. Okay. It just sounds case. like he had a TIA. Well, yeah, here's, here's, the bloody Chinese have fucked up my quaaludes with their energy weapons. Well, here, here's another one. Uh, 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 in the Hotel Nacional in August, mm. uh, an officer awoke uh, with a start to a low humming, uh, low humming noise and a feeling of intense pressure in her head. She then got trouble with her eyesight and balance, making it difficult to drive. Another one. Uh, in May 2019, a large group of White House staffers checked into an intercontinental hotel in, in London. Uh, before dawn on the day of the president's arrival, Sandra Adams, a mid-level White House staffer, had a breakfast in her in the hotel uh, before returning to her room. When she returned to her room, a ringing sound and distinctly painful seemed to envelop her. Now, what I have noticed here, right, is that any time American foreign officials or, or, or espionage people or whatever, they go to a hotel for a while, 
And then they get very sick and get a headache, can't talk, and aren't okay to drive. I'm pretty sure these people are all getting very drunk and then saying the Russians did it. <laughs> yeah, the Russians got me cross-sighted. Yeah, yeah the Rus- Rus- Russians got me leaned. Uh, I mean, the, the Russians thing is, right. the energy beam. I think I'm going to need a 20 McNuggets share box. <laughs> <laughs> the thing is, right, I, I don't really have a position on whether the, the beam weapon that gives you anxiety is real or not, right? Because, uh-huh. like, much like the UFO things that I think are just drones, I think there's obviously going to be some technological capacity that, like, states have that they don't tell people about, and we don't, we're not going to find out about for, mm. like, 20, 30 years. My concern, right, is that if this is real and it is happening, it rules. Because yeah. so far, like in an entirely uncharacteristic way, the Chinese, Cuban, Russians have been very, very judicious with this because the only people they have hit with the beam that gives you anxiety have been like CIA guys or White House people mm. or whatever. Yeah. The day they hit a real person with this is the day I'll care. But until yeah. then, right, like they mm. mostly just seem to be making people who should feel bad and anxious about their jobs already yeah. feel bad and Are anxious. We sure, this isn't what gave Raphael Bear that heart attack. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, what, what I'm saying is, I, that was I'm, the one time they missed. I, I, I think, I think yeah, the Russians have invented a fucking conscience, Ray. And they're just zapping people with it, and they're going, oh, fuck, oh, shit, maybe I shouldn't be doing all the shit that I do for a living. Before turning the conscience ray on himself. (laughs) Well, no, I am supporting kleptocracy. Uh, Wait wait until this hits the British commentary app, man. It's going to be amazing. I was not on gay honeymoon at all. I was there to kill men. (laughs) (laughs) What what I'm very interested in, actually, is uh, if the GRU are listening to this, can you please come and play the brown note at the uh, Nine Elms uh, rooftop swimming pool? (laughs) Mix it up a bit, you know? Do Do some more fun stuff. Mm. Uh, instead of just like ambiently giving a guy a headache. only use this power to annoy. The, mm. the, the builders keep shooting these microwaves at me and I'm feeling really bad about my bow tie. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> it's, yeah. It is very funny to imagine like the Russians have, or the Chinese have developed this dastardly technology and they're using it to like give a CIA guy a mild headache. Well, so what the, what the theory is, right, is that uh, they, they say uh, Russia is using um, microwave radiation devices, aiming them at American officials to collect information from their computers and phones. However, right. these microwave theoretical microwave devices leave no trace on the extremely sensitive electronics they're supposed to be scraping information from, but then give you mm. all the symptoms of ketamine. Well, I mean, now that's just you're just telling me that the Russians are extremely bad at designing these things and have inadvertently mm. made an anxiety rate when they meant to make a... Yeah, like now a, I'm thinking this is more plausible yeah. as the Russians, yeah. <laughs> um, what I also think is very funny, and again, I think supports my um, these people are just getting drunk and blaming it on the Russians theory, because like, how would a State Department guy even know that he was drunk? Like, those guys just pickle themselves in whiskey, like, from mm. when they leave Yale. Um, well, yeah, well, this is also the funny thing. This explains how the Russians accidentally developed this, because like the guy who was developing it and they were testing it on were all drunk all the time anyway, so they always had a splitting headache. So they had no idea that this was a side effect of the ray. Kind of just sounds like a really rubbish Malcolm Lowry novel. So <laughs> what they say is, they have had no f- signs of physical impact on the, s- on the skulls of the victims, mm. um, but what they, what they did find was damage to the patient's brains. The volume of white matter was smaller than in a similar group of healthy adults. Yeah, well, that's, again, that's called being in politics. We've yeah. just discovered that like that's bad for your brain. But also, that if your entire job as well is just like, 
I don't know, signing off on vaporizing weddings in Yemen and Libya, then I'd, maybe you do like have some kind of white matter limitation. Are we yeah. pro phrenology mm. now? <laughs> I, I oh. guess so. Oh no, uh, only only CIA. on, only on <clears throat> State Department guys. Classic CIA brain pan. Yeah. Um. So it's anyway. It is. I. It is. I think. Uh. Very funny that. Uh. They're claiming some like yeah, just dumb bullshit illness. Yeah, I, I, yeah. I think our position is like either this isn't real or it is real and it's good. Exactly. Yeah. It isn't real, and they're just making it stupid. Uh, this is an excuse to go to work drunk that got out of hand. Mm. Uh, frankly, the, frankly, yeah. working in the Beltway should ha carry some physical, personal hazard. Just yeah. to even things out a bit. Like, just on a moral level, you don't get to, like, sign off on droning wedding parties all day, every day, for 20 years, and then whine when somebody, like, makes you feel weird mm. in your office. Yeah. It'd be fun if, like, just as a way to, like, even things out, we decided to make it, like, legal to drink drive in Washington, D.C. Just yeah. like, yeah, you can work in the State Department, but you might get fucking hit by a Chevy. We, like we, we, build, we build in a thing to drones so that, like, one in every thousand just flies back and hits the CIA headquarters. Yeah. So you got to be really certain if you're yeah. going to use mm. one. That's right. That's, uh, that's, it was the plot of a, that was sort of the plot of a movie that I'm half remembering. Mm -hmm. uh, where um, Spencer Confidential too. I, I, uh, Eddie, <laughs> there's a tree in Eddie Murphy's yard, and every time he says a word, a leaf falls off of it. Ah, never mind. Which word is that? <laughs> uh, so, uh, anyway, this is that is <laughs> so, like the director being like, "No, it's fine because it's, it, it, we got Eddie Murphy to do it." I mean, like a fun idea for like an app that comes out of parlor right yeah but every time you say mm. the word we'll plant a tree yeah i wrote the <laughs> script but i put asterisks in when i wrote it okay i'm getting a carbon so offset for my slur that's right. <laughs> you can't be mad at me for saying it all right yeah. children 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 um next uh, before we before we get uh further into the uh other other content uh a more front matter uh, mm. Boy, is, is some stuff happening with SoftBank. Yeah, for instance, we noted oh that CIA people have a lower concentration of front matter. Ah, mm. That's right. Yeah, they're very flat-chested. Yeah, yeah, just like a Ken doll. Yeah, that's right. Um, no, so, no saving. <laughs> we're going to crowdfund top surgery for CIA agents. Yeah. <laughs> they're, they're gonna have, they need big honkers. That's right. And when they have big honkers, they shouldn't have honkers anymore. We need to reverse the honkers situation at the CIA. That's right. All, all the men have huge titties. Yeah. Uh, all right. <laughs> just Alan Dulles just with some heaving boobs. <laughs> yeah. But cool. Just, just being, continuing to be the life of the party, continuing to be a womanizer, meeting with Reinhard Galen, just being like, Galen, my eyes are up here. <laughs> <laughs> I've heard of Dulles International, but I didn't know that Dulles was internationals. <laughs> there you go. There it is. A little, but, little button on the segment. Yeah. Um, no, so let's let's talk about uh, SoftBank stuff, because boy, mm. is it ever back in the news. Mm. Um, the news zone. Yeah, that's the right. The goddamn news. Welcome to the goddamn news. Uh, West Virginia Governor Jim Justice, that is his real name. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Amazing. No. Uh, is... Well, remember we talked about this. We talked about um, Bluestone Resources. I came into this job to do one thing. That's right. Jim. Mild economic reform. <laughs> Jim. Jim um, Justice. So, Jim Justice. Uh, Rezone no, the city. You gotta say the words in mm. that tone every time. Jim Justice. The governor of West Virginia, uh, mm. whose name we've said. Uh, <laughs> yeah, well, what was it again? I've already forgotten. Uh, well, he was the uh, owner of a little company called Bluestone Resources. Now, if you think back to our Green Sill 2 episode with Rob Smith, remember we talked about, about Bluestone Resources as 
the company for which was created prospective receivables financing, which is where you borrow against uh, money that you don't you even might know make. you listen, might make at some yeah. point. Listen, I, I I use the men in black memory wipe thing on myself at the end yeah. of everything we record. For example, money you might make from a hit YouTube series such as Jim Justice with Jim Justice, where he goes around the gym, stopping people from grunting and making them put the weights back. Yeah, it's, it's, it's like Bar Rescue, but it's Jim Justice. The thing That's is, right. Jim Justice might have to make Jim Justice because, oh, no. because he is now turns out that the uh, governor of West Virginia and owner mm. of Bluestone Resources, same guy, Jim Justice, Mm-hmm. Is personally on the hook for like three quarters of a billion dollars for Green Solo. Oh no! Hate when this happens, oopsie, oopsie, my uh, my. Oh no! Oh, Th- those no. chickens—they've come home to roost. I hate it when they do that. Yeah, it's. Uh, I, I think Joe Manchin's gonna have to like use his uh, mm. monopoly over the vote to somehow fix this situation. Yeah. Surely David Cameron can help out with this. Oh, yeah, just, just getting a, a bunch texts. of like nice texts from David Cameron. Hope you're having yeah. a good time in the beast of the in the belly of the beast, Mister Justice. Hope you're David ha- Cameron hope you're... talking about the belly of the beast. Mm. Hope you're having mm. some lots of justice at the gym. Yeah, Jim. Yes, love to touch base soon. DC. Yeah. You, so, you, uh, you, you, you're Cameron a little bit Gorka there. Yeah, Vincent yeah, I Price. Just, I don't know why I was doing Gorka. <laughs> no, you were doing I've Vincent been working Price with doing. a company called Green Cell. Yeah. Have you heard of fucking a pig? <laughs> I sure have. Mm. Um, so Join me in the referendum zone. <laughs> <laughs> what, what, what I think is very funny is that um, Justice is being sued by, uh, basically, like, there's this whole... How can you sue Justice? <laughs> there's this whole... Ne- you know, when the House of Cards fell down, mm. when the music stopped... State of collapse that we're in, we're just suing <laughs> concepts. It, it, yeah, turns out, right. it turns out there was, like, no, there were no chairs and the music stopped. And so now oh, no. everyone is everyone involved is suing everyone else it's a drum for money circle. that They're no one has. Ah, um, so, Excellent. right, so far... Uh, there are $2.3 billion of assets that are going to be hard to recover. So mm-hmm. $1.2 billion of those is all related to Sanjeev Gupta. About $700 million is related to Jim Justice, which, again, the governor personally guaranteed. So I'm very excited to see the jumble sale outside it's the governor's like mansion. It's just three or four guys yeah. is what you're he, telling me. He Wait, hang on. So he in his capacity as governor... No. No. He's just governor, and he also owns this company. Oh, and he also personally guaranteed yeah. them. It wasn't like the state of West Virginia is guaranteeing this, but I'm actually going to personally guarantee it. No, that happened with some yeah. ger- from some German municipalities. They ended up accidentally basically on the hook for a bunch of Sanjeev Gupta loans. Oh, no. Oops. Um, yeah, whoopsie-daisy. Uh, sorry, taxpayers. Uh, anyway. Franz, what have you signed here? Yeah. It says that we are liable. It says we have to <laughs> suck them off if we don't pay. Yeah, that's Which that's, is actually fine, but... <laughs> that's what... Everywhere in Germany is that one club in Berlin. That's right. <laughs> the whole thing. Yeah, yeah, it'd be sad if Bergheim got shot down because of Sanjeev Gupta. <laughs> that would if, suck. If we can't pay, we have to give some 800 guns of our piss. Uh, so, <laughs> the other funny thing, though. The other funny thing. Well, well all of these bitter recriminations mm. about sort of... Yeah. Uh, SoftBank are going on. There's another 440 million to account for, mm-hmm. and that was all supposed to be sent to Katera, the co- construction modular construction company that we've talked about time and again uh, on like the shipping podcast. container shit. Uh, no, they're doing more like prefab and put it together shit. Right. Okay. Yeah. Uh, where they say they are transforming construction to the innovation and process and technology. Mm. And they are the architect, material supplier, manufacturer, general contractor, trade contract. They're going to be one of these those companies, right? Uh, just to remind everyone that like does every bit of the 
housing value chain. Right. And then and that that's how they're saying we're going to fix all the high prices that way. Again, one of these uh. things where we're going to pull on all the levers that aren't connected to anything. So we're not going to do anything. Of course, of course, they wouldn't do anything about it because it's a fucking startup. Um, Join and, me in the command module. So, <laughs> and they have these like you know large multi-year pipelines of work. Blah 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 blah. Mm-hmm. One of SoftBank's big big triumph investments. Uh, they were going to like you know oh we had WeWork but like Katera is going to save us. Right. Gone. Kablamo. Out of business. Oh no. Kablamo. Another another SoftBank company. But I'm 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 walking up to the TF uh, plane. And I'm drawing yeah. another chalk mark on it. Auditor, auditor, looking, looking through your finances and like, uh, so I'm sorry to tell you that your your finances are, and I don't use this term lightly, kablamo. <laughs> oh no, <laughs> not kablamo. That's the worst thing they can be. <laughs> I was hoping maybe insolvent, but not kablamo. Yeah, indeed. Getting bogged down a lot of financial jargon here. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah, that is right. Uh, so we are <laughs> most financial jargon actually comes from the early Batman comics. <laughs> <laughs> Biff. Yeah. yeah, you just, you just oh, get a letter from Barfin that just says "pow." Yeah. Oh no. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna have to go sit in my soundproof Renault Clio and think about this. <laughs> so, um, anyway, uh, yeah. So the Katera, big big SoftBank investee, mm. uh, much maligned on this podcast, also gone. I'm very excited for View. I think I think View the glass, the glass that tells you if it's raining. Mm, yeah, I think mm. that's going to be next. Um, that's all right. Uh, so, hey, hey, what do you think? Say, if you're a patron uh, on this, uh, so leave a comment in the comments below this episode. What no, do you this think is, is the free be one. The, well, no, we also Stop publish them on Patreon. Me. Ah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And that, those are the only comments we read. Yes. Yeah, if you're a non-paying listener, don't don't comment because you can't. Yeah, that's us. right. So, We're not reading you if you don't pay us. Uh, if, uh, t- tell us or in the comments, do what do you think the next SoftBank Vision Fund investee to go kablamo is going to be? Because mm. now we've got... T- TF has claimed two. Yeah. I'm going to say it was all us. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. It all- we, it, it's much like if you tweet negatively about Bashar al-Assad. <laughs> that's right. Maybe those Syria companies just collapsed on their own. Yeah. What, what do you do at Trash Future? You have the door gunner. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. That's right. So, yeah. um, Alice in a little turret. That's right. That's yeah. right. Uh, so yeah, but they basically like they're shutting down so hard that um, they're not going to pay any mm. severance packages. I use paid time off. Mm. They're basically like there's no Katera here, and there never was. No, yeah. we've just closed the doors, l- changed the locks, yeah. uh, put up a bunch mm. of different signs. Mm-hmm. The TF Lancaster bomber ominously flying towards the transparent glass pool. It's <laughs> <laughs> like, ah, oh, they're going to pass narrowly over the top of us. <laughs> Made of the glass that tells you if it's mm. raining. <laughs> That's right. Mm. Uh, so uh, the, what they said, basically what they blamed were uh, the costs of labor and construction materials with were both, with were, which were both rising, which is oh, true. No. For but some also, reason. Also, this company has been, yeah, just com- a complete dog for like the last little while. So uh, good riddance. Died like a dog. Yeah, he died like a coward. <laughs> Went out like Stan Shera. Mm. Yeah, that's right. Um, anyway, uh, it's very funny that they, yeah, they, it's a, a, a basically a housing developer that managed to go bust in the middle of a permanent bull market in property. Incredible stuff. How that, I, I don't know how that happened. Um, but mm, I think, None of them had sky pools. Yeah, yeah. That's right. none of them had pools that were connecting the two buildings all of the you know what they should have done they could have connected all the buildings together with one big sky pool it would be funny if there wasn't the walkway and the only thing connecting the two buildings was the pool so if you wanted to go and visit your you friend and the, you had to swim there even if it's winter yeah that's right yeah, it keeps you fit mm. yeah yeah 
anyway, like greasing myself up to swim across. <laughs> the, the, Philippe Petit trying to walk across the water. <laughs> the, oh, the, yeah. the, the last thing, right? It, though is like as as fun as it is that um when these mm. big stupid startups uh scammy companies go bust and it is fun yeah and I will enjoy watching it happen uh is that the way that they're structured means that the people who are in charge of them are already set for life doesn't matter yeah uh so um you know I don't know I, I let's say I uh that guy maybe he should walk around uh you know downtown Washington D.C. Mm. you know uh, up and down in front of like the Eisenhower Building or whatever. <laughs> Yeah. 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 Walk yeah. around underneath the pool. Yeah. Maybe maybe just like crossing the road suddenly in Washington <laughs> DC. Um I th- I th- I think or hey, you know what? Find out where there's going to be a big gathering of CIA people and then uh sit between them mm. and uh suspicious looking people. Oh. You know, <laughs> maybe get a little crossfire. Maybe finally, you know, that we can get some guys in the anxiety ray who actually continue to deserve it. Hmm. Anyway, that is all of the news. Uh, huh. So I'm quite sh- quite short on the news this week. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, do, you, do, you want, do you want the well? There's your problem. News drop. At yeah, this go point. for it. I got to scroll here because I'm still oh. on. You fucking... offer something you were not prepared know, to transmit. Yeah, mm. that's uh that that little drop signals the end of the news. That's right. <laughs> yeah, that's what they play when it's over. That is. Um, mm. Look, so. Uh, move, moving into a, a, a little bit of um, a subject about uh, getting your gender transed. Oh, yeah, great! A very normal, very normal the discussion to have. The on old these wonderful pedophiles transing mm-hmm. yeah. genders. We're all getting tra- we're all getting uh, transed up. Mm. So, uh, Juliet, you and I sort of spoke about this uh, before. I thought you were going to say you and I have both transed up. <laughs> yeah, actually, that's right. Yeah. Uh, you just knew me after. Yeah, Riley has real passing privilege. Yeah. I have to so, say. Um, we, we, we talked about this before, right? Uh, and how, like, this is something that I think, I don't know, it's important to talk about frequently mm. because it is certainly an ongoing political process and, you know, we owe it to ourselves to essentially never be complacent, but also it's quite challenging. Yeah, and let's face it, we don't talk about it like a tenth as much as they do. Yeah. That's oh, right. yeah, that is so true. That is true. Yeah. yeah no the- one thinks about being trans more than TERFs. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, I think yeah. they think about it more than I do. And, you know, I've written like two books and a newspaper column on it. <laughs> <laughs> Riley's law, which we have formulated, uh, based on an observation Riley made, is that uh, once you start posting transphobia on the internet, you will never post normally ever there is, again. There is one person, I think, who I know is like a bit turfy, but hasn't just been completely taken over by it. And I won't name them, but they're like a former MP. Mm-hmm. Um, but they're literally the only person I can think of who's like, flirted with turfism you know everyone else just like on monday they're just like so i'm not really sure about the concept of cisgender isn't it just creating new binaries and then by like tuesday evening they're like waving a pitchfork in one hand and a copy of janice raymond's the transsexual empire in the other and just like (laughs) screaming about how the genders are going to like bring about the rapture well we're not Mm. we're going to get rid of all the bathrooms no more (laughs) bathrooms for anyone that's right you hold it in (laughs) (laughs) welcome to britain hold it yeah that's right (laughs) there's just a uk border sign at the airport and it just says hold it 
Yeah. <laughs> piss every, in the bush. Everything in Britain just like gets way faster because everyone has to piss all the time. Mm, yeah, it's like uh, it's like being an astronaut. You just piss in the suit. Yeah, like the, like, the, the news all of a sudden takes like sort of five minutes because yeah. it's just, just like, oh, this, oh, today in headlines, Tory MPs announced a new... Just going to become this plan. like nation of adult babies. Like the adult yeah. baby takeover is very much on. Like, we all have I to would, wear diapers. Yeah, I would lo- I, I'd love the, I love the idea of like Keir Starmer justifying why you should hold it in. <laughs> Well, uh, well, I, 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 I welcome toilets, but I, I think the government could go further and issue everyone with a kind of state nappy, which well, I think no, would provide a lot more. You've got to go f- like faster because he'd be holding in his piss as he said he has to Are be. they going to have to rename the red wall? I, 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 the, the yellow the wall? wall. I'm the urinal? <laughs> <laughs> I'd like to say just, just, before, just before I run off because I, 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 do, I, do, I do quite need to piss um, it, it is that everyone I think in this country deserves a, a, a nappy which is sort of means tested but ultimately there for those who need it but thank you <laughs> that's right so mm. <laughs> basically what the interview shows us is that Keir Starmer is a man who loves his family he loves yep. piss <laughs> Yeah. He, he looks quite country. prime ministerial, actually. Yeah, he did. He, he was standing with his knees together and his feet apart, covering his mouth with one hand. Well, people, people don't. Yeah, people don't know this, but Barry Piss is called Barry Piss because he's the only guy who's been able to hold yeah. his piss like for his yeah, entire he life. He started off doing no pee January, and he just carried they on. Carry on, yeah. Just thinking of all those columnists who responded to the David Cameron news by saying, "Well, if anything, this reflects well on the prime minister," and I think they would say the same about Starmer. Yeah, that that's is right. right. Yeah, so um, Keir Stammer, they'd call him after that. <laughs> they would, they would, because he's <laughs> so bad. Yeah, another right. flawless victory. Yeah, that's right. Flawless but confusing victory. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, so uh, and, and you have the, your your new book uh, essentially is a st- and, and I, there are some of so I've, I've read some of the stories uh, in it, um, and I think the the one that was was my favorite. Uh, was uh, was written as as a script and is sort of a discussion between s- some actors, a director, a, wo- a woman called Zelda, who's sort of semi the subject of their film um, that they're making. And in and in the story, um, there is this. I, I think what what I like about it is that it is it it, it very radically it, it explores the radicalism and the sort of um, the radicalism that is forced on. Sort of trans people by not by, not just by their existence, but by their existence here in history and in the present day. But it, I think, it treats the subject also as sort of again a source of, um, of of joy, of of sort of a source of connection, and a, a story about really people sort of um, you know using this to make art that's not necessarily sad, but then to tell like these let's say something that's actually you know. Um, significant, uh, and and I do really recommend. Uh, I do really recommend this this book. I, I really enjoyed that story, and it led me to sort of think about something you told me yesterday, which is uh, that my overall sense is that uh, is, is regarding the quote: first they ignore you, then they laugh at you, then they fight you, then you win. I still think that, although we've got we, I still think that, although we've still got a hell of a fight on our hands right now. And I just wanted to know if before we go into making fun of a very stupid Quillette article, you could just um, talk a little bit about that idea and maybe about how some of it comes through in some of the writing. Yeah, I mean, just to give a little bit more of the context on variations, it's this collection of um, 11 short stories that tell this like, history of trans and non-binary people in Britain through fiction. Uh, so it goes back to the early Victorian period, comes up to close to the present day, like 2014, set in different British cities. So there's sort of stories in Belfast, Norwich, Blackpool, Manchester, Liverpool, uh, as well as London and Cardiff. 
uh, and other places and it uses a range of different sort of trans and non-binary characters so transsexual men and women non-binary people genderqueer people etc um and it uses a range of different forms. So the story you've picked out is called The Twist and it's set in the 1990s. It's engaging with the fact there are a lot of like trans-related films made in the 90s, but not by trans people. Um, and it's obviously playing with like the crying games idea of The Twist, which is the central character's like gender um, and how that was marketed. And really the story is a partly responding to this, this idea. I've always loved that, that line that, you know, first they ignore you then they laugh at you and then they fight you and then you win uh and i grew up in the 90s and trans people were either being ignored or laughed at mm. uh, and then we were laughed at an awful lot more in the early 2000s i've written a lot mm. about how comedy used uh trans people as this just kind of like visual and um mm -hmm. creative like punching bag basically uh and then you know round about 10 11 years ago i was part of a wave of trans sort of journalist activists who all had the same idea at the same time the media was doing us a lot of damage it was being incredibly cruel to us uh in all sorts of ways picking on us as individuals and as a group uh and tried to counter that God, and that's over well exactly i mean you know i kind of countered that and i thought yeah if i just calmly <laughs> express a sort of trans subjectivity in a mainstream media space like the guardian then surely like reasonable liberals will look at that and think actually yeah trans living even if you're like relatively privileged looks quite difficult maybe we should be a bit nicer to these people and uh, that's how it all turned out and it's fine yeah, um, yeah. nothing nothing sort of deranged has happened yeah. why have you Thanks, even written Julia. this why, why have you even bothered writing this collection of so, short stories so yeah anyway like all of the british sort of liberal press just had this like mass psychosis around 2014 which has only got worse if anything and um uh, you know, I, I, so I really feel we're very much in the like fighting stage now. You know, mm -hmm. um, the last story in the book is called Tipping Point, and it's set in 2014. And of course, it's that um, famous well, Time Shepherd Time magazine, <laughs> <laughs> that famous Time magazine article with uh, Laverne Cox on the cover, mm -hmm. uh, where they argued that trans rights and visibility had sort of reached this uh, tipping point. I think they called it, uh, where um, it could no longer be kind of stopped or pushed back. And then, of course, what we've seen over the last seven or eight years uh, all over the world, really, I mean, notably in the UK and the US under Trump, but also under Bolsonaro in Brazil, Hungary under Orban, uh, Romania and Poland, um, is attempts to, if not to legislate against being trans, then to make it as financially, socially, mm. and medically as difficult as possible. Um, but you know, sort of younger trans people are still kind of coming through. All the surveys indicate that public attitudes in Britain are relatively much more liberal on this subject than the newspapers would suggest. Mm. Um, and writing this sort of book was a way of not having to engage directly with the like avalanche of just anti-trans op-eds because they're repetitive and they're boring and they're designed, you know, this kind of culture mm. war is designed to just keep us having the same boring and pointless arguments over and over again mm. and to stop us like developing a history or a culture. So really writing mm. this book is kind of an act of celebration and joy and just an act of saying, look, 
we do have alternatives to just like arguing with like Jermaine Greer or whoever it is this week. Oh, but but why would you want to do anything else? <laughs> well, quite, yeah. yeah. <laughs> we love arguing with Australians. I mean, it's something we've, we've said on this podcast a lot, which is that our theory is in Britain, there are only about actually 300 really bug-eyed turfs, but they just all have newspaper columns. Yeah, mm. exactly. Yeah. That's exactly They're it. like It's like a hall of mirrors full of turfs. So it seems like there are much more of them than there are. <laughs> all the mirrors have bangs. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Very straight. Mm. But yeah, mm. so I mean, I, I, I'm, that's one of the one of the things I, I, I really enjoyed about it. It was sort of this sort of act of when I say positive, I don't mean sort of attitudinally positive, but I mean like sort of rather than reacting to things. It was sort of it was yeah. it was a proposition rather than a reaction, which yeah, I really enjoyed. Absolutely, about. it sort of says we're here. We've always been here. You may not have noticed because we were, you know, repeatedly like legally and socially and institutionally suppressed. And a lot of the stories are about those processes of suppression, whether that's mm. by the law or by the media or, or just members of the public or, or the mental institution, whatever. Um, but one of the things about the story is that these, these trans people keep kind of existing and thriving. And I mean, the memoir I wrote, like published six years ago, mm. was a much more obviously individualistic book. That's the nature mm. of memoir. And this is much more about kind of trans communities or trans circles. Uh, and how trans people, you know, there's a lot of stuff about how trans people interact with each other. Mm-hmm. Um, Starting and, podcasts, mostly. Well, exactly, yeah. 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 And, you know, um, Kill James Bond on Patreon. <laughs> yeah. I thought we weren't allowed to make threats against named individuals. Because <laughs> <laughs> if we I'm are... taking legal <laughs> advice against the Trash Shooter podcast. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Just inviting James Bond into the suspended pool. Join me. <laughs> ah, but, Mr. Bond. Oh, come, come, did, Mr. Um, Bond, you enjoy swimming in the air as much as I do? Why deny it? <laughs> but it did always occur to me, you know, that sort of trans people, for various reasons, hadn't, especially in this country, hadn't really developed that much sort of literature. There's, mm. there's some sort of poetry and, and drama. But it's only really been emerging over the last few years, and I've been writing, writing this book since 2015. Mm-hmm. Who is the Tolstoy of the transgenders? And we have her here. (laughs) Well, I mean, it's a nice, a nice thought because, like, actually, you know, I mean, I don't want to sound like one of these people who says, like, oh, like, you know, cis het men have it the worst now, and actually, trans people have it much easier. But there's so little trans literature that you don't have to do as much. Mm. (laughs) You know, it's it's like the recurring joke about being the first trans woman to X. Like, you do something totally Mm. mundane, and you will get like a write up on it on being uh, the first trans woman. Yeah. To like go to Big Tesco to see the roof of a yeah. Sainsbury's, <laughs> the, first, the first trans woman to have her flat collapse under the weight of badges. Yeah, yeah that's right. Alice is the first trans woman to be awarded the Order of Lithuanian Forestry. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, like one one really aging Lithuanian trans woman. No, it was me. <laughs> I will kill this Alice Caldwell Kelly, <laughs> Joannis Mikas. Yeah. 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 That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but no, so you you also mentioned right uh, that all of the turfy op eds are the same. Well, <laughs> oh boy, boy have I have so I, I mean look, Quillette is good for one thing and one thing only. Yeah, grist to the podcasting mill. Yeah, really I interesting commentary. <laughs> uh. I mean, I I was so bad because look, this is one of these articles right where. Mm. It is so removed from like what what the standard sort of talking points are that mm. I think it now tells us more about its pseudonymous author. It's also long. 
Oh, yeah. We we do not read the whole thing. It's also yeah. just like gone mm. through a crisis for a long because like Quillette was sort of the website that was um that like sites like unheard kind of built them off from so like when quillette started they at least they were trying to kind of present themselves as sort of being like an intellectualish magazine for people on like the center right mm. i mean they obviously weren't and like hiring andy no was like the best example of that but basically as like that's really become- in the name yeah <laughs> and, and- andy yes yeah oh, that's right uh <laughs> and um like as that space has become saturated like quillette has just like dealt with what is essentially a media problem where if they want to survive, they have to kind of be more and more insane, which is how we get to this piece. Mm. So interestingly, also, I'm going back into my memory palace, and I think we read a Quillette article the last time you were here about um, the guy who really loved his job at Amazon. Yeah, yeah, Kevin Kevin Mims. Yes, Kevin Mims. Mimsy. Yes, Mm. this is, it's it's like a bite of the Madeline. It's all coming back. The guy that South Mims is named after. So, (laughs) the the rapper Mims, Mims. we can keep going with South Mims. South Mims is a very good rest station. That's why I'm going to invest my kind of contribution. It's pretty good. Mostly thanks to Andrew Mims. This article is called Mm. uh, The Links Between Trans Identity, Gifted Minds, Categorical Thinking, and Anime. Now we're fucking talking. Let's go. Anyway, this. Because this is a Quillette article, it's like a million words long, so I'm just taking a few bits and scraps from the beautiful mind of its writer. This headline just feels like something Alice would post. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. you ever thought about how uh, anime made you transgender and it gets like Mm. five likes? So before we start, like I have heard this from like various media people who I will not name who like I Mm. think are sort of flirting with the Taffy side as well. Yeah. Um, Whether they still are there or not, I'm not sure. But like like, once you get to the far end, you get like Alex Rovner, where you're calling Nate a sissy hypno. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Basic, basically, basically that. But I remember like one, one like media person. You can even kill Spider Man. You're such a sissy. One media person DM'd me once. And they were like, look, I'm, I'm doing research on like mm. um, trans people. I was like, okay, oh, all right, okay, please continue. <laughs> Question one, um, you considered and, not doing that. Yeah, and, I, I'm um, doing some yeah. research on trans people. Didn't want to talk to any. Yeah. And, mm. and, I, and I've noticed, to count and, them. And I've noticed yeah. that lots mm. of them use anime. And I know that you're into anime. So can you like identify any of your characters? So I was yeah. like, how have you resisted being trans? So I was like, okay, I'll, I'll like just, just send it to me. And like, I, I don't know. Um, and they kept sending me like all the kind of they weren't anime characters they were sort of like fan art and it was all cat boys all of them were cat uh-huh. boys well look has this guy just had loads of just like anonymous left wing weirdos say you're a dick to I him think and they're all just using I mean, anime avatars and he's like extrapolated from I there think, I, I, I do think that's it and I think they just kind of like and they mix up like pit crews and anime and like what fan art is mm. a lot of them like have discovered deviant art for the first time and they're like horrified oh, no. a lot of, I think a lot of this is like an online phenomenon of people like just discovering online spaces that have been around for ages mm. and just being horrified by what they've seen and thinking mm. But like this is kind of this new stage of like moral depravity. Just where completely it's like, putting yeah. the cart no, like, before pe- the horse. People, well. people mm. have been like if you're drawing anime versions of themselves of cat ears getting fucked by octopi like yeah. for a very long time. Well, you know <laughs> that people are getting surgery to become statues with glowing laser eyes. Which <laughs> <laughs> must be protected this? at all costs. Like Lawrence Fox is going That's to be right. like getting a militia together to stop <laughs> so, them getting talked. Uh, I'm joining it. The 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 writer who writes under a pseudonym is identified only as an academic working in an unrelated field. I can't it believe it always fucking yeah. is, isn't it? At a business school. Yeah. It doesn't show. I mean, yeah. <laughs> mm. uh, so in the first instance, accounting professor. because, because yeah. Quillette articles are all like 30,000 words long, 
Uh, because who could be deprived of a single word of Quillette? This was part five of a series. <laughs> He's written a novel, <laughs> uncensored, unedited, unspellchecked. <laughs> that, oh, well, so in the first, so in the first instance, we're starting in media res because I don't want to do the whole like intro thing, and we're talking to his friend uh, Lee, who's a female detransitioner. Um, that's not actually relevant to what they're, they're talking about anime at this point. So, as we talk, <laughs> okay, it becomes clear that the boundary between porn and mm. non-porn can be somewhat blurry when it comes to anime and when it comes to cooking. TikToks. Cartoons featuring cat girls, girls with feline ears and tails, can be quite explicit. They're sure. called cat girls, <laughs> <laughs> especially the ones created and posted by older men. Mm. Uh, but for young members of online trans communities, cat girl characters may be little more than a cute, ironic profile pic. I t- you just I t- you just said the thing that you just, yeah. It, well, it might it might be nothing, but I've got an article to fill. So yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm only two hundred words in. So two hundred mm. words of a Quillette article. I've barely gotten yeah. through the first sentence. Twenty nine thousand eight hundred to go. I guess. <laughs> uh, could I get could I get from a totally non sexual anime game to to Yuri porn in two clicks? Probably Yuri uh, porn. Well, like porn of guys called Yuri. Uh, gay, gay anime porn. Yuri uh, Gagarin porn. anime porn. Gay anime porn is called Yaoi. Ah, sorry, everyone. Uh, let's be very sorry. specific. It's porn with Uri Geller. <laughs> I'm hooking a big paddle from the wall there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, is called Gao. So I this see. is I mean, the number one. It's called being Gao. To be fair, we haven't seen this in the pages of the Times, <laughs> where it's like, ah, oh, those cat girls. <laughs> Give it two weeks. The yeah. Times are far too cucked to write about cat no, girls. I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm waiting for when, uh, what's her name? Uh, uh, any of them. Any of them to just <laughs> yeah. like start writing about like. Yeah. Uh, love Hina. Yeah. Um, oh yeah. It's gonna happen. It's gonna happen. I'm excited for a women's <laughs> toilet that underneath the like the like woman in a dress d- d- pictogram thing. It has like a big circle with a red line through it, and there's just like a pair of cat ears in it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, let's, let's face it. Like today's four hundred thousand word Quillette article is tomorrow's like Times article where it kicks in just before the wankers fade. <laughs> <laughs> so. Even after speaking with Lee, it's still not immediately clear to me why anime mm. has become such a big part of trans culture. So, mm. Carrie and Ron, who's 17-year-old, identifies as a girl, provided me with a detailed case study. Their gender was arrived at in part through anime and in part through an interest in Magic the Gathering. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. So, so your daughter's yeah. a nerd. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's not a comedy. <laughs> Is nerd shit turning your children trans? Uh, players use cards. It's like to pick a, a, like two second. completely separate things. You, you, your daughter is transgender. Also, she's a giant fucking nerd. <laughs> you, you are but, allowed to be embarrassed about one of those, and you are picking the wrong one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, That's right. Yeah. So the, also, this is this is very typical, I think, of like um, you might say like like online logic lord arguments where they'll just sort of take two things they don't understand and then with a bunch of ah you appear to have uh to have sublimated my ad hominem language will just stitch together a phantasmagoria of their own anxieties about all of them mm. so it's like mm. and so he says um he says uh, uh, players use cards depicting fictional sword and sorcery figures, pitting them against one another according to a complex system of rules. It's not that complicated. Something, something activated yeah. my trap card. Yeah. <laughs> Be- beasts transmogrify in front of a player's eyes, leveling up into more impressive forms. 
The transformative theme in magic now extends to gender. So, like, yeah, tap two forests to give your elf plus one plus one. Ah. Yeah, you just I fucking mean, you, you slam this down and it forces your opponent to become trans. It's just like, yeah. it's the dunderheaded inability to realize that, like, maybe these kids are, like, choosing female anime avatars because they're trans rather than hmm. the other way around it's like the parent who like their kid moves to like brighton and then they blame brighton for turning the kid gay and it's like no that's not how this works <laughs> no no <laughs> one should move to brighton ever yeah that's how it should that's, work that's just your that's just your opinion yeah that's right yeah. that's just my opinion yeah that's what just, I think. we're gonna get bright we're gonna move <laughs> but mostly just because brighton's an annoying city i, I think people are always, i think oh, that yeah. gay people deserve better than brighton that's all i'm saying that's i think right. i think they deserve to live in a good town you know like what like Lewis, like like where in Hertfordshire, for example, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a great town. Yeah, I think I think find me at the ma- the Ware Maltings, <laughs> Mister Chapo. I think I think I think Lewis would be nice. Yeah. yeah, Chipping Norton, maybe. You know, <laughs> in, in the Cotswolds. <laughs> Illinois Clarkson. Under communism, if you are gay, you you can put into the government, and they'll give you a, like a propiska to like move to Ely. Yeah. <laughs> Driving my Ford GT40, the village is full of twinks. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think it would be. I think it would be fun. Shipping Norton now has the highest number of twinks in the world. Yeah, that should. I mean, yeah, Pride, Pride should be moved to Shipping Norton or Hamel Hamstead. Or like, I think, yeah. or I think it'd like, be funny to have a really small pride in Chipping Norton. There's like three guys who are like, "Yep." <laughs> I mean, I, I stayed in a really nice hotel in a town called Broadway uh, on on the weekend. Mm. Uh, after oh, send my from, regards. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> after coming from a party at a friend's like field, uh, mm. and then went to this nice hotel in Broadway. My friend's field. <laughs> just sounds just yeah, another, a field in England. Yeah, another, yeah. another very relatable Riley story. That's uh, right. Yeah. If your friends live in the countryside, they'll, they'll, there will be an associated field. Did you, you say that in that earth there was a richer dust concealed? <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Dust of friendship. <laughs> Look, that's all beside the point. I'm saying yeah. let's, let's, move, let's move pride to Broadway, uh, which okay. has a, a couple of really nice hotels, and it's a very charming, it's a very charming mm. Cotswolds village. And, yeah. like, Milo, and it's a great place to make it, see? <laughs> let's let's move pride to the Niagara Escarpment. That's less, right. But mostly microclimate. less annoying than Brighton yeah. as a place. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. we solved it. That's one thing we know about gay sex. It can get a bit hot and sweaty. So you want a nice temperate climate. Yeah. Like the Niagara the Escarpment. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. All right. Um, all right. So. Uh, the transformative theme in magic extends to gender. The game features mm. characters who are non-binary and transgender. The fan culture Whoa. sometimes features crossplay. I love that they're like, wow, that's so out there, given that it's Magic the Gathering, and half the things it features is like, like an orc with five heads like or whatever. In, back in my day, when we played uh, card games, dragons stayed dragons. They didn't turn into cat girls. <laughs> <laughs> the thin but end of the wedge was Pokemon <laughs> evolving. That's right. That's right. But when, yeah. yeah, but when the Pe- social justice left got involved. Yeah, Pikachu evolves into uh, a cat girl now. Um, mm. So... Uh, on, on they say uh, on Reddit uh, feeds where gamers congregate to swap tips and observations. I love just like the the, the little quillette parentheticals of describing something. It's actually like that that the author doesn't know, but that like is pretty well known. Just like Magic: The Gathering, a sword and sorcery card game, and so on and so on. This is people who are just thrown into the world and experiencing quillette it for the first time. For people who know things. No, it's not. Not at all. No. 
Um, on Reddit, uh, etc., etc., this kind of playful fluidity tends to get a lot of positive attention, thereby bumping up a contributor's algorithmically assigned visibility level within Reddit threads. And so over right. time, a sense of gender playfulness is hardwired into young Gender playfulness. <laughs> mm. And we can't right. fucking have that. No. Good lord. No, it's, it's serious. It's called being yourself and having fun with it. Yeah. Or <laughs> your children doing it. Um, so this is, again, I think, Juliet, as you pointed out earlier, this is quite literally him being like, hmm, they're playing Magic the Gathering and then becoming trans. Mm. What is it about Magic the Gathering that's making them trans? Yeah. What about mm. the cat girls? I want to know more no. about his cat girls. No, he still leaves the cat girls there, I think. Yeah, it's as though he, like, read post hoc ergo propter hoc and was just like, oh, yep, well, that settles it. Post hoc ergo propter hoc. Like the, only, the only thing I can think about Magic the Gathering that might turn people trans is that at a Magic, if, if at a Magic the Gathering tournament, there is some kind of like ratio requirement. <laughs> All right, some of yeah. you guys have got to trans up. Yeah, on this, the this, this Magic the Gathering convention mm. is a real sausage fest. Can we yeah. fucking? Can we? Uh, you, you got a, you got a nice cheekbone. <laughs> How do you feel about estradiol <laughs> and uh, quickly? Yeah, <laughs> I'd, I'd take five right now, and then they'll have kicked in by round two. <laughs> <laughs> um, so <laughs> huge naturals just popping out <laughs> halfway through. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He also he also says, and while the link between giftedness and transgenderism is easy to observe, uh, it's difficult Hi. to yeah. explain. That's that's weirdly like exoticizing yeah. to be like, oh, trans people—they're so fucking smart. It's Why like, are they also smart? Excuse and hot? me, sir. I'm dumb as hell. What are you talking about? <laughs> In schools of the progressive, now this this is some serious I ABC schools, schools of the progressive this. ethos, like Dulwich College, Southeast London. Section twenty eight, bitch. Explain that. Like, <laughs> mm. <laughs> well, because section twenty eight wasn't repressive enough. Yeah. <laughs> well, quite. Yeah. Uh, so uh, <laughs> they would turn it up to twenty nine. Uh, so, in schools of the progressive curriculum, children are taught that biological sex is distinct from gender identity. Most pupils learn this as nothing more than a fact about other people. No, they don't. <laughs> it's and not certainly, even remotely true. Like, if it were true, it would be cool, but it's not true. Um, certainly, for the jo jockish boys and girls in the cheerleading squad. <laughs> The jockish boys, you see. Uh, the purported gender-sex distinction isn't of any particular interest. What about the trans ones? <laughs> no, um, only gifted nerds who like anime. And again, it's also like, it's kind of like almost, almost realizing what the point is when they're like, they're scarring our kids with telling them about trans people. It's like, yeah, most kids are just going to not really notice. They're not going to really like care. It'll just kind of be there in the background. And then when they encounter it as an adult, yeah. they'll be like, oh, that's something I'm familiar with. Yeah. That's fine. He goes on. Uh, by contrast, many of the smart kids, gamers, and hobbyists who spend time in their own minds. <laughs> hobbyists! <laughs> yeah, hobbyists. I'm something of a gender hobbyist. Yeah, I'm, 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 I'm a hobbyist myself. Yeah. Um, you know, I've got a shed where I do the occasional surgery. These are the first pair of boobs I made. <laughs> like crudely made wooden boobs. <laughs> <laughs> By contrast, many of the smart kids, gamers and hobbyists. I guess mm. this is, I mean, he is basically doing like the alt-right thing of... Um, Hello, fellow kids. Of like, you know, well, no, the alt-right thing of uh, basically like, yeah, there, there are the chads and then, you know, the beta males become women so they can get it to... So again, bizarre mm. crenellations of their own construction I th in I their thought, mind. I thought that once you like defied your assigned category, that made you a sigma male and that was a mm. good thing. 
the jocks at school said I would never get pussy. Well, uh, this clinic says otherwise. <laughs> Just doing an extended, like, revenge of the nerds bit, but you're becoming trans so you can, like, grope mm. your own boobs. Well, Alice, <laughs> um, this is kind of <laughs> sort of where uh, he Alice, goes. I can see you doing that right now. Mm. <laughs> um, so... Uh, 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 these, uh, you know, the indoor kids basically mm. have more time to spend on the abstract mental game of what if. And as puberty <laughs> takes hold, oh, instead no. of the real game of football, <laughs> <laughs> stop playing what if and stop transing your gender and pick up a damn football. <laughs> yeah, we, actually, we actually play eating what if here. It has a flying buttress in the court. So, as puberty takes hold, their social deficit transforms into a romantic and sexual deficit, and the hypothetical trans version of themselves becomes worthy worthy of examination. Maybe if I, I'd be happier as a woman, I'd be more at ease with myself. Now, add in the effect of coming out as trans with the, to will have on the other students, including the aforementioned cheerleading types. For the nerdy boy who announces that he's a girl, a trip to a pretty girl's home won't yield a romantic fumble, but perhaps affectionately communicated tips on applying lip gloss. This guy's never heard of, like, trans lesbians. <laughs> you, you know, you know the, great thing, the great thing about uh, coming out as trans when you're at school is, like, cheerleaders never mean to you about it. Yeah. Everyone oh, yeah. loves you if you come out as trans at school. Like every yeah. school you come out as trans, everyone's like, Yeah, great, well done. No one's ever <laughs> been bullied for that. Yeah. Well, well, I, I think it's the um the there's that what happened is these guys all started getting bullied for being transphobic and are now like, Well, I assume the situation is flipped. Yeah, like the, the, the chads are all trans now. Yeah, the, the football team and the cheerleading squad, they're just swapping back and forth. Yeah, 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 yeah. No one knows who's what anymore. Loser, you still got your original gender. I've had five like, absolutely now. annihilated by an offensive line entirely of trans boys. It's just like, yeah, yeah cool. Yeah, throw, uh, he threw a damn spiral to the cheerleading squad. What the hey? <laughs> um, again, again, this is this is just like the... the, the the, this is like the slag of the ideology mill, just mm -hmm. like the the, the 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 poorly formed toys that just tumble out onto the pages of Quillette. Where again, it's it's it tells us, I think, just more about this this person's own just sort of strange fantasies and hangups. Well, look, there were two things I picked out yeah. of this article. Like one is like at one point he describes the sort of like anime trans nerd says Hikaiko Mori mm -hmm. and explains what mm -hmm. that term means mm -hmm. and um, it just brought to mind like this sort of weird McCarthyite guy on Twitter called Christian Nemitz mm. who tried ah. to make a big thing oh, out we're familiar big, big oh, thing yeah. out of Hikaiko shout out to Christian Nemitz yeah. who I'm sure is listening fan of the show Christian Nemitz well, I yeah. called him How's Christian Nomates the other day um, hey God is yeah. ass um, you are our friend, of, Christian. So. Speaking of schoolyard bullying, um, but yeah. I think he was going on about like Hikaiko Marxists a while ago and got like yeah. roundly ratioed for just being a fucking nerd. Oh, mm. well, um, what's, what's new there? But exactly. Yeah, yeah. I remember like when they were do all doing the whole like Hiko, 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 Hiko Marxist thing, and um, it was all the kind of like IEA Adam Smith Institute people. Who oh god, like, they're such chads. Is yeah. the thing about the oh, Smith yeah. you're a football team guys. Yeah, but it's like I'm very, sick of these gigantic yeah, like Thatcherite economics guys just like, running yeah. over me. They have like to shreds. They have these gigantic. very like extremely online tendencies, but mm. they don't ever like commit to their bits because they're too like they get angry like way too quick. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. Why do, why I always love about these kind of like online spats is there absolutely are huge bedroom losers on the left, but the only ones ever pointing <laughs> out are the huge bedroom losers on the right. And it's just like, <laughs> you guys should actually all hang out. Well, and we'll just get thing. rid of all of you. And, and the writer of this article, also a huge bedroom loser. Yeah. Well, look, like the, my, fav- my other favorite bit in this like, is where he starts going on about a German term like fack idiot. Oh, yeah. And I was like, no, that mm. was just people calling you a fash idiot. Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It's because uh, that's the this, You're using this Italian I, slur for chitty. But that's the thing. The, the, and they the, all had anime avatars. The, yeah. the right wing, the, the the sort of standard Quillette logic lord guy, it does think of themselves mm. as a so as a socially deficient, gifted, introverted, very intelligent person. Yeah, it's it's like the two paths diverging in yeah. the woods. You can either do a school shooting or become trans. Yeah, or write yeah. for Quillette. Those are the three things Which you can way, do. Which way, Western man or woman? <laughs> That's right. Um, but look, I, I, I want to leave. I, I, I don't like to read from Quillette too often because it is uh, it gives you Havana syndrome uh, to interact with <laughs> too much. A Quillette guy outside your house has just shot a beam in at you. Um, yeah, uh, I, I want to get shot with the trans gun by the Russians. I, I want to move on <laughs> to one one last thing. We're going to go a little long today mm-hmm. because it is a proud TF tradition uh, yeah. that now... Free one listeners uh, will get to access it's the free one, uh, which is whenever Juliet comes on, we like to read a completely strange, fanciful, and fatuous article from the mid 2000s. <laughs> which is incidentally yeah. the time I was working in an office and would have been like reading this crap the first time, bro. I ran across this article on Twitter recently and I've been thinking about it a lot. Uh, it's mm-hmm. from the BBC. 2006. Okay. And even fun ma- yeah, but fun indie a magazine. Written article the on the BBC is always an interesting energy. I like that. So, uh, the, the title is Human Species May Split in Two. Subtitle Different Human Subspecies. Vertically pre- or horizontally. <laughs> <laughs> predicted by down the center. Predicted mm. by Dr. Oliver Curry. <laughs> We're going <laughs> to do fucking curry. Oryx and Crake shit. Yeah, awesome. well, he. Basically, uh, this is, I, I think, like, what I like about this article is the specifics, um, that the, that the fanciful specifics that the author goes See, into. I've, I've read it as well, and um, mm. it's got a hell of a punchline, but we'll come back <laughs> to that. Yeah. So, uh, humanity may split into two subspecies in 100,000 years' time. Uh, well, this was written before the climate report came out. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> um, hu- humanity may split in, may split into no species in ten years time. So, humanity yeah. may split into two subspecies in one hundred thousand years time, more yeah, or less. The lizard as, people and the dead, more or less, as predicted by H.G. Wells. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> so we're Hell doing more yeah. lots and Eloy, folks. When is Leatherhead mm. going to get like blown up by aliens? <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, um, that's right. Uh, Can you do Brighton as well? <laughs> Me holding up a big sign, <laughs> alien dude, destroy Brighton. Yeah, that's right. Evacuate the gays first, and only the gays. <laughs> they must be rehoused. <laughs> but no, no this more. This is Brighton. not for hate crime purposes. This is anti-Brighton specifically. That's right. <laughs> Fuck that pavilion. Only anti-it cishet resident. <laughs> Boo, Brighton pavilion. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. I hate George the Fourth. <laughs> what a sign. Yeah. <laughs> it's really long. It's got like a number of like flaps on it that come down. Sounds like something they would have had at the Wooferentum. <laughs> but no, you're you're outside. You're out front of the uh, alien mm. spacecraft with a bunch of like pieces of cardstock, like uh, in Love Actually. You're just dropping oh, yeah. them. Please destroy Brighton. Not in a yeah. homophobic way. There's Christmas carols playing. <laughs> uh, so I want the alien guy to kiss me. 
<laughs> Please kiss me, aliens. Yeah. Uh, evolutionary theorist. I want the alien to kiss me, but he's married to my best friend. <laughs> evolutionary theorist yeah. Oliver Curry of the London School of Economics, big surprise, mm. yeah. expects a genetic upper class and, a, London dim, School of Home and a dimwit underclass to He didn't even predict the dimwitted upper class of like 10 years later. No. <laughs> yeah. So we're just, we're just doing phrenology again, right? Oh, but yeah. backwards. <laughs> Instead of like the upper class, our upper class, because of their better genes or whatever, we're mm. just going to have... Like the upper class will become better because their genes yeah. will become better. Yeah, we're gonna constant. It's yeah, it's like Louise Linton and Steve Mnuchin are gonna be like the progenitors of mm. entire new human subspecies. Mm-hmm. Cool. Mm-hmm. Of, uh, checks, of checks out as far as I can tell. Yeah, yeah. Of, of 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 beautiful women and frog men. Yeah. Um, all these podcasters are gonna have like really smart kids. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. So. Uh, the human race will peak in the year 3000, he said, before decline oh, due to dust predicted. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> before, before decline due to dependence on technology. Um, people will become choosier about their sexual partners, causing humanity That's to divide. That's not been my experience. <laughs> into <No>. subspecies. <laughs> um, if anything, my late 20s has been coming to terms with <laughs> a number of things about my sexual partners. Uh, the descendants of the genetic upper class would be tall, slim, healthy, attractive, intelligent, and creative, and a far oh, cry, nice. far cry from the underclass humans who had evolved into dim-witted, ugly squat goblins. To be. <laughs> <laughs> so we're already seeing the divide in the members of this podcast already. <laughs> uh, so I love this. It's just also like. Someone who's just saying, yeah, well, the uh, the standards of today sure are going to be applying in 3,000 years. Mm, that's right. Yeah, uh, even 1,000 years well, from they now. they always boy, say howdy. nothing is of its time as much as a vision of the future. And, you know, you, this, is like, mm. this, is, this is also just like very pick-up artist right? Mm. Like this What's kind up, of like, girl? You got an Eloy jawline. <laughs> like, yeah, like, <laughs> like they're kind of, the, you know, the whole pick-up artist thing, which is sort of still kind of permeated and resonated today about how like choosier forms of like sexual selection mm. um facilitated by technologies and like you know uh, quote marks um will lead to kind of like subsets of you know different kinds of human which I, I guess in this case would just be like chads and like virgins right yeah so hey. what are you saying that there's we are going to split into a Chad virgin subspecies? Yeah. yeah, I mean, hey, yeah. Girl, you're pretty you're pretty hot for a dim-witted underclass member. <laughs> yeah, you want you want to come up to the big leagues? Yeah, <laughs> would you want to see a magic trick? You probably think it's real magic. But Chads and virgins are going to be genders, right? And then uh-huh. within those, you'll have like subsets. Of- mm-hmm. I mean, this is wh- why have academia. At this point, it's just going to be mm-hmm. like, yeah, I'm pretty, sh- I'm pretty sure in the future all the hot people are going to make a new species of hot people. That's right. He says, <laughs> all the people from Playboy magazine. That's what the plot of the Matrix was. He says, in in yeah. in the future, humans will evolve into giants up to seven feet tall. Up <laughs> sure. to seven feet. Okay. <laughs> it's just a guy having fun. Humans are already up to seven feet tall. Well, between there six are many se- humans who are that between tall. Between six and seven feet tall. Uh, it's, it's just, it's just, just like that Peter fantastically, Crouch. like hu- human Charlie Palmer. Yeah, humankind has gotten that much taller in like the last hundred years, pretty much. Had he just been like watching Peter Crouch at the World Cup or something? <laughs> so, <laughs> just like, this guy everyone's going to be either Peter Crouch or like late uh, career Paul Gascoigne. Like. Men will exhibit yeah. symmetrical facial features, look athletic, and have square jaws, deep voices, and big penises. This is just it's this called is, being a podcast. This is just for look maxing Chad's shit. Yeah, yeah they're, they're, still all saying, they're still saying that. Um, this is that's what I, this is this is the BBC Wait, <laughs> maybe, organization. Maybe, maybe this is kind of what's created this weird incel kind of culture. The prom, the failed promises of this man 
that everyone mm. would be a Chad was just not fully realized. And they're really pissed about it because now, like, I can imagine a lot of them were just like waiting for this moment when they would just naturally develop Chad faces. Mm. And it just never mm. happened. They still have their wonky, um, asymmetrical, like nose shapes. They're all doing and, virgin walks. Yeah, they're all doing. They're all doing mm. virgin walks, and none of the girls that like they want to date want anything to do well, with the them. girls are doing virgin walks too because it's a new species. Doing the virgin walk. <laughs> well, no, what it is, it's, it's the is essentially this is the um the ascent of man. You know that mm. that thing, but then. The Virgin just gives the after all the sapiens. Jacob Bronowski just sat there with yeah. the script being, I'm not reading this. I'd love, I'd, <laughs> I'd, I'd, I'd love to do something like a kind of sponsored Virgin Walk for charity. Virgin <laughs> walk of doing sponsored a by Virgin. The Virgin Walk. <laughs> yeah. We're all just going to yeah. put our hands in our pockets and shuffle along. Sponsored by the Nation of Chad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Richard Branson presiding over a bunch of incels. The Chadian Virgin Walk team. Very confusing. Yeah. <laughs> Mm. On the other hand, Chad we'll has virgins too. Will develop lighter, smooth, hairless skin, large, clear eyes, pert breasts, glossy hairs, Bitch, and, and even features. They're, they're yeah. going to become anime. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Going to, going to evolve cat ears. Not really sure why they did this. But... <laughs> it's called being trans. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Uh, the, the, w w women will also evolve small penises as well. Yeah, it's when you become <laughs> an absolute dime piece. That's what it is. Um, yeah, so it's uh, that's very, very funny. It's like, yeah, basically everyone's going to be a hot drawing in about a thousand <laughs> years time and it never yeah, awesome. happened and that's why we have incels yeah. so the, this, guy, the, the, this author played magic the gathering once mm. however dr curry warns that in ten thousand years time oh, no. humans will have paid a genetic price for relying on technology so basically where we once were um a, a race of uh, of of chat of, of chad eloy and morlock versions mm. and um, anime cat curls and stuff um you're just a cat boy, Eloy. I'm afraid <laughs> we're going to be um, spoiled by gadgets designed to Eloy meet their every Musk. need. Is that anything? Yeah, sure oh, is. Spoiled yeah. by gadgets designed to meet their every need. Humans mm. would come to resemble domesticated animals with receding chins. Again, much oh, like the current day upper class. We're becoming <laughs> Sounds like the mad animals in Battlefield Earth. <laughs> <laughs> So social skills such as communicating and interacting with others <laughs> will be come lost. to resemble Prince Charles. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, wait. How, what's it, what's his explanation for why the yeah, upper class looks so fucked up now? So they're not inbreeding enough. You've seen these cat boys. <laughs> <laughs> social skills. Uh, terrible. I was on the Reddit the other day. It's all about uh, boys with the cat ears. Sexually confusing. <laughs> I spoke to my butler about it. He said that it's called being trans. What if you had anything to comment about that? And I was a charter house. It was sort of, we decided we'd shave our bodies, grease ourselves up, that sort of thing. But it, it was not in the same manner as this, you know. Do they use forks in the same order? I just have questions. <laughs> <laughs> I never thought I'd say this. Could we hear more about Prince Charles and architecture, please? <laughs> so, so, royal guy who's like hornily curious about trans people is like a good bit. So, <laughs> social skills. So just communicating and interacting with Prince others. Philip. Yeah. Yeah. Saw a trans person for the first time in his life, yeah. moments before he died. I sent them an advanced copy of my book. Yeah, <laughs> that, that picture of him in the back of the car looking like he'd just seen the God. devil was like he'd just seen an absolute trans dime piece out the window he'd been dead for at least 10 years yeah so it was the erection that killed him it drained all of the remaining blood out of his body 
Yeah. It made a little ding as it struck his suit of armor. <laughs> So, social skills such as communicating and interacting with others would be lost, along with other emotions such as love, trust, and respect. Uh-huh. As people, it's called being online. As people become less able to care for others or perform in teams. The posts yeah. will be incredible. Okay. That's just called being my ex-girlfriend. Physically, they would start to appear more juvenile. Chins would recede as a result of having to chew less unprocessed food. The death of the Habsburg chin. Sad. Apparently, okay, that's actually a real thing. I was reading about this the other day. Apparently, like c- companies that make fast food to, uh, incre- go to increasing efforts to make it really easy to chew because they're like people don't want to chew anymore. They're yeah, like people are going to go to the other fast food company if it's too hard to chew. So we got to make this stuff like just swallowable whole. I'd say it's more like a duck. So uh, yeah. there, could, yes. there could also be health problems caused by reliance on medicine, as opposed to health problems caused, you know, by not having any medicine. Do not become addicted to medicine. Resulting in weak immune systems. Uh, prevent, preventing deaths would also help preserve the genetic defects that cause cancer. Thank you, Dr. Curry. Um, and then he says, okay, then we're going to go into more eugenics, law. But, with d- but like dumber. Yeah, this is, a st- this is a stupid guy doing eugenics. Um, um, their punchline is coming. Okay. While science and technology have the potential to create an ideal habitat for humanity over the next millennium, there's a possibility of a monumental genetic hangover over the subsequent millennia due to an over-reliance on technology reducing our natural capacity to resist disease, our evolved ability to get along with each other, said Dr. Curry. Juliet, would you like to say what the next line is? Because I think you know what it is. Uh, I don't know it off the top of my head. So, for my money, this is a last line or a sort of closing paragraph to rival the great... The problem with shoes, it turns out, is that they're not shaped like feet. So we've heard all of this about his research and his reporting um, and everything. So I would like to present you with the last line of this article um, from the BBC from 2006. He carried out the report for men's satellite TV channel Bravo. Oh, yes. I love that that was produced by the same people who produced Valerie Iron's Protection with Pamela Anderson. That's awesome. You just had that ready to go, huh? Man, when I was like eight years old, I loved Valerie Iron's Protection with Pamela Anderson. Eight? On Bright, yeah. Eight? Yeah, Are you I... saying that's too young to like Pamela Anderson? <laughs> well, your parents were letting you watch a girl with honkers that big at eight years old. Oh boy, I wish I was grew up in your house. <laughs> I was just too busy playing Magic the Gathering. Yeah. I mean, this show was on between two different episodes of Suburbia Uncovered. <laughs> I, was, I was a different kind of nerd to the other people on the podcast. We've discussed this before. I was a more like normie nerd. Yeah. I was into like normie video games and like normie nerd TV mm-hmm. shit. Like stuff that's like horny enough that you can get away with. Mm. Yeah, yeah now that's, we're that's all why in the same you're the place. like subject matter expert for Britonology. Exactly, yeah. And that's why I love MILFs. So I know we've been going long, but how could we resist with such a wonderful guest for the first time on the free one? Mm. Stop misgendering me. No, stop <laughs> dead naming me. <laughs> <laughs> um and I want to say, uh, Julia, thank you very much coming on thanks thanks for having me mm. and uh yeah. and you can catch me and juliet next week on bravo where we'll be hosting <laughs> bin men on shrooms oh remember when bin men was on shrooms yeah remember when bin men could see god if you can throw a bin into the back of a truck while hallucinating that you are god this is if artist, bin all man. the bins not, was connected. There better not be any trans bin men. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's so, right. Or um, bin people, as we have to call them now. People, people of bin. People of bin, yeah. yeah. So, uh, so have you been hanging out with Quentin Letts? 
Uh, yes, uh, don't, don't forget to uh, or to order from the postman or postperson, as Quentin Letts said they now have to be called. I call me Laurie Osama because it's bin laden. <laughs> <laughs> so... Um, hey, you fucking guy. Uh, that's a proper fucking joke. Oh, Milo's brother, when did you get here? Yeah. That's right. I, I, th- this is completely true. Like, incredibly shortly after 9-11, my, bro- my, my dad began referring to bin liners as Osamas and, didn't, <laughs> and did not stop doing this for about 20 years. Yeah. That's, people never realize that your dad and brother are the guys from your TikTok videos. <laughs> Basically. My brother's way more geezerish than my dad was. Yeah. My so, dad is like a refined version. Uh, but I want to say before we leave uh, to purchase uh, pre-order variations. Yeah. Uh, pre-order, pre-order a couple. You know, mm. uh, if you're gonna re- what if you pre-ordered one copy per short story, mm. and then you read each copy with its own specific short story? You could say yeah. you read quite a few books. You should you should stack them up. You should buy enough that you can that's, stack them up facing out in yeah. your window. That's a great so everyone way, knows what yeah. you're reading. It's a great way to hack your Goodreads targets. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If uh, if you live in a house that was supposed to be built by Katera, but then they went out of business because their business sucked, yeah. uh, then uh, consider buying enough copies of Variations to build your house. Yeah, yeah but, but build enough to like block out the view of the people sunbathing in a suspended pool. I was going to say, it's, 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 it's a perfect book to read in a very unnecessary sky pool. <laughs> yeah. Uh, actually, I was going to say this earlier, but uh, Julia's very interesting examination of being trans in the 90s in Britain uh, did make me think of a very stupid bit where, like, woke bads would be like, well, because it used to be that, like, you could only, like, blur or oasis, but now there's people who they can like both, actually, and it's fine. <laughs> That's right. So, uh, with all that being said, don't forget to buy the book. Subscribe to our Patreon as well. Five bucks a month gets you a second episode every week. That's all right. Uh, this week, <laughs> also it's on Bravo. <laughs> also, also it's on Bravo. It's yeah. just, it's like the it's like the Man Show, except Hussein's jumping on the trampolines. <laughs> you're you're listening to Britain's nutsest startups with me, Riley <laughs> Quinn. <laughs> That's right. This, I would love to do that. Are you this kidding? Guy's, this guy's balance sheet is lunacy, top to bottom. He's <laughs> off his fucking rocker. He's, he he spent five years in Parkhurst for embezzlement. <laughs> You could, yeah, he could do like a, he could he could do like a Gordon Ramsay show, but instead Someone, of like going yeah. to like bad restaurants, going to bad, bad star. food restaurants. All of his, Sorry, all of his capital. That's right. Is short term commercial paper. Hussein, <laughs> are you suggesting that I just become some kind of like business consultant? <laughs> yeah. Like like doing uh. you know doing Gordon Ramsay's uh, doing like uh, bar guy yeah. bar rescue or whatever, Riley but you know for, you. for businesses. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, there's no, there's no way that Riley would ever do that. <laughs> all right. Uh, mm. We will see you all on the premium. Mm, on Bye. Bravo. Bye. Bye. Bye.